Hey, have you ever jacked off in a car? Yes. Sorry. Why? Have you ever jacked off in a moving car? Uh, uh, yeah. Have you ever jacked off in a moving car that you're driving? Yeah. Have you ever jacked off? <laughs> have you jacked? <laughs> have you ever jacked off in a moving car that you're driving? Not by yourself. No. Okay. How many times have you jacked off in a moving car driving? A handful. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another low-carb episode of Anything But Politics. As always, my name's Jim Altman, and I'm here with... <laughs> there we go, everybody. It's been really nice. Uh, this episode is sponsored. Uh, I'd like to thank... <coughs> Just say goodbye. <laughs> Who am I here with? <clears throat> Why low-carb? <laughs> Why? Where did that come from? I, I just choose words. It's never... Oh, it doesn't pertain. It's uh, sometimes during special episodes, ah. like the St. Patrick's Day episode or okay. something like that. Okay. Well... Uh, other times. I mean, gluten-free last time. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And low-carb. We're on a similar vein here. Low-fat. <laughs> if I said low-fat, you could just say your name. <laughs> All I'm at right now is Christian Rollbohydrate. And that's <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Horrendous. <laughs> Carbohydrate Rollman? It's a C word. How close do you need it? Doesn't need to be close. Christian fuck. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. What episode is this? 75? Yeah. 76? 76. No, it's episode 76. There you go. How are you, man? Do we hey, need we to can... do it again? Do we need to take a no, talk? We're good. We can. No, 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 we're good. Are you sure? Because hey. even your protestations are, 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 you're tripping over yourself. Yeah. I'm really sweaty. <laughs> what am I witnessing? I'm really sweaty right now. You said sweaty. I'm very sweaty. I'm very sweaty. Can you give me my water? Please. Am I watching the like slow death thank you how many times have you jacked off in a moving car driving uh literally like four or five times okay. in my life in your life yeah okay i've been driving since i was 16 so it's probably probably primarily during those times no okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. So this uh, yeah. is this is um. I've I've recently been listening to some older episodes. Okay. And gosh, I remember this one conversation we had from I don't know. I don't don't ask me to place this on the ABP timeline. I won't. But it was. Oh my gosh! You were like, "How could you get horny in that situation?" I said, "We are simple creatures, Christian. <laughs> yeah, you don't have wow. to have any stimulus. You could just be in the middle of like." The Avengers Endgame and just be like, oh, it's so sad. My favorite hero. Just, oh, 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 no. Shit. Oh, horny. Just blood. <laughs> Damn blood. Not blood. No, dig yourself out. That's, <laughs> that's really weird. Blood rushing to your penis uh, is what okay. I meant. Not the blood on the screen. Okay. That could get you there, too, though. 
Everyone has their thing. Everyone's got their thing. And I don't judge. No. Well, you can. Blood? <laughs> Blood? Maybe. Nah, it's fine. Go for it, man. Uh, but in a car, I know, because I remember what, what conversation that was. It was, you're at work. It was our masturbation at work's conversation. It was an early episode. Yeah, then. it was. Because what? What was, this, what was the statistic? Two out of three people have masturbated at work. 66%. 66%, which is indeed two out of three. And Kansas, who supports the show, mm-hmm. said that they are half of those. No, actually 50%. Wild. 50% of the 66 yeah. is just Kansas. So. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, driving in a car, it's weird. It's easier than, you th- than I thought. One time, I had to go to a class because I got my license taken away. And uh, for masturbating in a car while driving, no, <laughs> okay. uh, for going like sixty-five in a forty-five. But uh, they uh, they were like, "Listen, people don't phrase it this way, but when you're driving the car, you are operating heavy machinery. Yeah, so like you you are just at will flexing your ankle just a little bit and making a like a one ton, two ton a hunk of metal go eighty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So like that's dangerous. Yeah." So People maybe, don't stop to think about that every once in a while enough. I yeah, that's the first time I ever went. Well, hmm, that's a little nuts. That's a lot of responsibility. I, can, I got my license back, continued to do it, and then I met Mimi, and then now I'm a safe driver. Good. It's just that easy. Yeah. Y'all it's, should meet Mimi. You'll become a safe driver. <laughs> it's also just mad easy to be a safe driver. Oh yeah, it's mad easy. <clears throat> it's so easy to just not do the things I used to do. The impulse control, just the things I used to do. Now I go hmm, probably shouldn't. Then yeah. I don't. Super easy, though, also to be a dangerous driver. Both are equally easy. Yeah, because making the decision is the easy part. Yeah. And then doing it's the easy part. It's the repercussions that (laughs) that really come to get you. Yeah. So there is definitely a uh, a downfall to our show. There is definitely a weak point in our show. And that is that we've mentioned it before. We've done a good job of not mentioning it recently. But we do record in episode bursts. And um, what that has really done and kind of fucked us over recently with is regarding the fact that uh, the St. Patrick's Day episode, we had a bit where we opened some beer bottles with a <laughs> sandal. Hey, man. Nah, what's up? What's up, man? Can you see my penis? No, I can't. <laughs> it's my dick and frame. Are you hard? Yeah. Are you hard? Are you hard? Are you hard? No, but Damn I have... It. I hurt my groin the other day. Yeah. And so I was... Is that stop. where your Achilles is? No, but okay. I was massaging my groin yeah. area. Like, no, I'm not playing with and myself. Are you hard? Are you hard? Are you hard? I'm not. I'm not hard. Okay. <laughs> but it just. I just. Re- I just realized that I'm like rubbing my oh, okay. groin, and so it looks okay. Honestly, if you can see my dick, it's bad, and if you can't see my dick, it is bad because my arm is just up and down. Yeah. Bro, stop rubbing your clit. <laughs> it really hurts, though. My groin hurts. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. Is it connected to your Achilles in any way? No. Do you want to mention your Achilles? I don't know what happened to it now. Because the swelling has gone down. Oh. So, what happens when you tear your Achilles is you don't feel pain. That's the crazy part. Is you Anywhere. Don't, you, you really don't. immortal. You... You no longer feel pain. You no longer age. You ascend. Dude, I'd take that. You don't feel any pain where you've injured it. You feel a sharp pain 
immediately and then it goes away. So it feels like you just got like got need in the it feels like a Charlie horse, honestly. Charlie horse. Charlie horse. And so then you kind of just walk off and you're like, shit, that that was bad. That yeah, kind of hurt. That kind of hurt. Fuck that. And then that night it swells mm. and you have a tear in your Achilles. And then over time it starts to get worse. Yeah. Last night, I was playing basketball and I hurt myself and I kind of walked off and I was like, shit, that hurt. Yeah. It didn't feel good. Yeah. And so then I just I went home and I was like, damn, that I think that's my Achilles. And then I kind of laid, I rested, and it started to swell. And I was like, fuck, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. So I looked it up. It was like, you tore your Achilles. So, but then I woke up this morning. I got out of bed. Feels great. Okay. And usually day two is like, wow. you have trouble walking. It okay. starts to get harder to do stuff. Swelling is completely gone down. So I think, I think, I'm going to get it checked out tomorrow. But I, I think it might have just been like a high ankle sprain. I'm not a sports guy. Okay. Uh, but can you go ahead and tell me what is the difference between the Achilles tendon mm -hmm. and the uh, ACL? ACL is in your knee. Okay. So the Achilles tendon is, you know, the little, yeah, the little, yeah that's your Achilles tendon. It's okay. very thick. For those listening, uh, Christian has lifted his foot and yeah, he's now sorry. kind of pinching the back of his heel. It's the little thing that is very wide above your ankle and it runs all the way up your leg. It is yeah. one of the longest and thickest tendons in your body. Uh, one of them. If <laughs> Go on. And so when you tear it and it connects, it essentially connects your heel to your calf muscle. Wow. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's very long. Yeah. And so when you tear it, you don't really feel pain because there's no friction. Mm -hmm. So when it's a full tear, you don't feel any pain because your, your tendon isn't rubbing against each other. Wow. And so you kind of just go throughout. And then over time, it gets inflamed. And that's when you got the problem. But yeah, so that's essentially what it is. Um, and when you tear it, usually what tears it is a hyperextension of your, like your, if you like flex your foot too hard, it'll... And when it happens, you hear a loud pop, like a Ooh, loud, loud, loud pop. I would hate pop. that. It's bad. I would. Yeah. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, you literally hear like a. Ooh, it's rough. That sounds um, rough. I didn't hear that. That's why I don't do sports. <laughs> this I'm is gonna really go ahead not. Say, it's quite dangerous. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's why. It's not good. Non-contact sports are dangerous. Yeah. Like just being at like I have. I'm not a doing sports guy. I I, I am a watching sports guy. I love uh, watching sports. I, yeah, I just love seeing athletes do what they're good at. I think anyone, if you are good at something, I love watching you do That's it. That's mad entertaining. And um, yeah, you've got some crazy good athletes out there. And like things like things as dull as golf, yeah. people do get injuries you because you are extending muscles. Yeah. Because Your shoulders, you've got to have enough Hips. muscle and force in there to make a tiny little ball go yeah. 100 miles an hour. Yeah. So uh, there, there's definitely some <clears throat> some tension in that swing. And sometimes you do run one wrong thing and like a, yeah. a, a, a muscle in your shoulder, muscle in your leg, something will hyperextend or just uh, not extend enough. You didn't stretch well enough. And uh, yeah, you can have an injury in just about every sport. Yeah. And I when I did mine, I didn't no one touched me. Yeah. I just stepped wrong. Yeah. It was so strange. And then when I tore my meniscus, no one touched me. We weren't even playing basketball. I was just jumping to touch the rim. Yeah. And, or the backboard, sorry. And you just... You pop. quickly defended yourself from touching the rim. Huh? What's wrong with touching the rim? Well, no, I can't touch the rim. It's <laughs> you, fucking You wanted feet. to make sure is, no one called you out. Yeah, no, one, said, no yeah. one called me out on that. Five foot I, Christian Roman. Yeah, no, I cannot touch the rim. But I can touch the backboard, which is only like six inches below the rim. So yeah. I could... I. But a little bit more. Just work on your job, dog. Well, I can't now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and I had to stop when I tore my meniscus. So, but yeah, no. Uh, so yes, it is a bitch of a thing to tear. Oh yeah. It is a eight to 12 month recovery if you need surgery. Six to eight months if you don't need surgery. But? It feels good. That's good. I'm going to get it checked out tomorrow. I will cross my fingers for you. Thanks. Set up an appointment for an MRI if I need to. They might be able to just look at it and go, nah, just a high ankle sprain or a calf, uh, calf, um, calf pull. You Could said just... you're doing this tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Okay, then even if you're listening to this the day it comes out, uh, go ahead and send retroactive uh, well wishes to Christian, and I, I'm, I hope it'll be fine. Yeah, and Seth, go ahead and put a note, I did or did not tear it right here. Yeah, put it on screen. Put it on screen, I'll let you know. And, and then do you want to film two reactions based on what it is? I was just about to say, okay. let's do okay. Oh, man. Oh, dude, I'm dude. sorry. Dude, that's okay. Oh, well, hey, you know. It happened. It what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Sometimes you tear your Achilles. Psych! Awesome. Let's fucking go. Yes. Didn't tear. Yes. Yeah. Great. Look. Good job. Non-torn. It didn't tear. Good job, man. There we go. Owie pants. Okay. Isn't now the power can... of editing an amazing thing? <laughs> Seth has fucked this bit up so much, Yay! and I know he has. Yay, Seth. Good job, Seth. God, I love him. <laughs> anyway. Let's reward him. Yeah. 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 So, uh, back to what we were talking about before we talked about your... Uh, uh, I'm going to chug this until you're done. Don't do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm a talker. You'll empty that. Do it. No, you'll hurt something in you. I already did. Do it. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But do it. Okay, so uh, one of the downfalls of this show is that because we record in weekly bursts, it makes this whole um, situation with Reef look like it's taken so much longer. I know you're not drinking because I would see bubbles, Christian. <laughs> he just held it up to his mouth. I drank the first three seconds and I was like, I cannot do this. <laughs> I know you can't do it, Christian. You think you can do these things, but you can't, you know? <laughs> so, uh, we posted uh, the episode where we first used Reef Sandal to open a beer on the St. Patrick's Day episode back in March. And then we recorded, uh, we uploaded it as a, a TikTok highlight just a few weeks ago, uh, over a month ago. And then, uh, v- like within an hour, Reef was in the comments and they were like, hit us up on Instagram. I did, and three days later, the package was at our door. This has all been very timely and very quick on Reef's behalf, on their part. However, uh, due to the format of our show and the fact that we record in these weekly bursts, it's just taken, what, two months worth of episodes for them to get here. They got here in three days. Two months, they got here in three days. So we have them. We have the packages from Reef that they sent us. Uh, We have a bag. I was looking for a... And then a we have a box. Thermometer. A thermometer? A thermometer? Why? You didn't mean thermometer. <laughs> no, I didn't. What thermostat. Thermostat. I was oh. looking for a thermostat. Why? It's really fucking hot in here. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm comfortable, but I'm also... I'm, I like heat. Yeah, I'm also wearing sweatpants. Well, after this episode, we can ask uh, uh, the owner of the studio what he we can do. He has some shorts. If he can make it colder, dog... Wallace, can I borrow some of your shorts? Can I open this? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and hit that first. So, does that have a description on it? Um, do you want to use a... Yeah. Do you trust yourself with this? No. Returns department, 844... You have to bleep that, sorry. No. Reef. I mean, 25-8801-8801. Like, 
881, sorry. Let's just Palmetto open. Avenue. Just open Redlands, it. California, 92374. Just open Ship it. to 555-555-5555. Anything but politics. That is my whole address. That is my whole address. You asked for a fucking description, my friend. This says dark gray. This is olive. This is black. This is gray and vintage white. Okay. Okay. A description of the contents, I should have said. Not a description of the bag you're holding. Gotcha. Anything but podcast. Hey, dog. Open it. It doesn't. It doesn't have one. Okay. We're going to have to match these, like, by size. This is definitely a nice... The one with the thing. Okay, the bottle opener. Yeah. And it's... Ooh, I love the sound. Sexy brown. Nice. That's good. It smells like shoe. Oh, hell yeah. New Fresh shoe. New shoe smell. Is a, that's a whole scent it right there. It is a whole scent. Can't rip the tag. Okay, we've got... Yeah. Nice. Santa Anna Gray. Fuck. <laughs> got it. I lied. There are no that's no fine. bottle opener on this one. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Who gets the cargo sandals? Oh, shit. These are cargo sandals. Time to release the feetsies. <laughs> Will you quit moaning, please? <laughs> Buddy, we have five pairs of these to go through, Christian. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, these are also ten. Oh, yeah. These are for Seth. Those are oh, comfy. these are definitely mine because I think they gave hosts the bottle openers. Oh yeah, word. Yeah, because mine's a bottle opener. Yep, says <laughs> says bottle opener on the oh, yeah? heel there. Mine yep. say squeeze me. That's hot. I like that. Okay, and then we have another men's ten that is a bottle opener. That's you. I am like a twelve. Then it must be set. Mine are here. Do you have a bottle opener? No. Rip, they gave me a bottle opener and not you? Sure. That's sus. Yeah, huh? a lot of 10s. One must be Ty. I wonder if Christina's a 10. Christina is a 10 women. Bam. And I think they might have sent a 10 uh, men. You know what, then I bet, I bet this is Christina. Because these were a 10, but they feel... Well, maybe not. Maybe those are 10s men's. 10s men's. They had stickers on them. Did they oh, have no, a not. sticker on them? Oh, no. These are for sure Christina's. There's a sticker... That says yes. Well, it was this. Okay. Ten. Oh, what's ten it say? Women. There you go, dog. Read fucking shit. <laughs> That's Christina's. Christina, these are yours. Those are cute. They are cute, dude. These are comfy as shit. I'm not even like playing it up right now. These are really comfy slides. Yeah. Shout out Reef. Y'all rock. Do you have a pocket? Yeah, those are cargo sandals. In, in these? Yeah. I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah. The top of it is a pocket. Oh, it's a pocket. What on earth could you possibly put in there? Weed. <laughs> Good point. I could put pennies in there. I don't know who listens to me say anything. Yeah, I don't know what cargo means. You know cargo pants? <laughs> Those are cargo sandals. <laughs> You're asking what mine look like? Nice. Dude, they're fucking massive. I have big feet. I know. Congrats. Thanks. So I want to go ahead and say a huge thank you to Reef uh, one more time. They were incredibly prompt in getting everything over here, and they were um, incredibly kind over the messages that we sent. Yeah, they're sweethearts over there. Uh, the, all the sandals look absolutely fantastic. We will uh, make sure to uh, feature them in future episodes. Feature them.
hey feature that's good that's a good one that's a good one i'm get i'm getting there and so past this do do you have anything today welcome to the episode this has just kind of been our welcome we definitely have to talk about the recent piece of media oh of course of course of course yeah let's go ahead and knock this straight out of the park because it's going to be what two days old by the time this episode comes out a week so two Oh yeah, we still the next episode. We still have one yeah. in the chamber. So um yeah, this will be a week, a little over a week old. That's okay. And that's fine. So uh what we're referring to is uh the inside outtakes, which is just a gorgeous yeah, name. That's a great name. That's inside a gorgeous outtakes. name is inside outtakes, which are the uh some of the unused footage from Bo Burnham's inside which came out. I was um I was a little torn up to hear that it was a year ago. Yeah. That inside came out because we have a video, yeah. we have an episode on it when it was very new. Soup's new. As soon as it came out, we made a video on it, and that video's out. And now we're doing this episode, yeah. which I'm torn to hear as a year. Like that's crazy that crazy. that much time has passed. A year. Yeah, I started getting memories of inside, and I was like, no fucking way, it's been a year. Oh my gosh, of me watching it. So, yeah, that which, is crazy, dude. What? <sighs> Do you first off do regarding you th- the outtakes? Yeah. Okay. First off, do you think he has another hour? Oh, certainly. Do you think? I mean, like usable that he would no. feel good about putting out? Nah. Really? I think I. Now, th- th- that's the glorious part of having a podcast is that this is going to be cemented in history. So if I'm later proven wrong, we can always go back to this and y- <laughs> y'all can dunk on me. Yep. Uh, but I ju- I don't think that there's going to be any more media from inside. I think whatever he makes next is just going to be the next thing he makes. Fair. And I, I, I don't think any more inside media will be coming out. Fair enough. But uh, what we got a taste of, literally, the, at time of recording, it came out last night. And um, we've both watched it. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and just start talking about our favorite things that we saw. Did you cry? No. When would you have <laughs> had the emotional ability to cry during I that? Definitely got emotional at the chicken song. Yeah, the the chicken song was actually very very good. It really it really pulls. That's good. Hard. I'm surprised that got cut. Me too. Yeah, I think it. I I, I so there were there were multiple things in it that I'm like I'm amazed that got cut. That is just as good as the other stuff inside. Yeah. But sometimes it's just as good, but it just doesn't fit. And I was like, where would that chicken song go? That's the thing. Even if inside feels <clears throat> a little disjointed, it doesn't feel disjointed. It has a theme and it has an overarching mm-hmm. message. And the thing about nuance is that you know songs like the chicken song are there and they kind of fit the theme, but the nuance of that doesn't. Yeah. In a way, like it just wouldn't have fit the story he was trying to tell, really. even though it it could have been in there. It could have. And it would have been fine. It wouldn't have been confusing. Like, why is that chicken song in there? No. But I don't think it is a perfect piece of work to fit as a perfect little puzzle piece into what you I was just made. about to say, I think it's just a puzzle piece that's just slightly, slightly too big or slightly too small for, it just doesn't fit quite yeah. where... And that's probably why I got cut. Because I think the same thing about like the fucking five years song that goes nuts. Yeah, that goes dummy. It's so good. So, uh, but like, where would it fit? Let me fuck are you gonna? Let me go ahead and throw out that already the first two things that you have said that you have loved. Yes, is the new content. Yes, a very small portion of that was new content. Right. Uh, because I I want to split it into three things. Three. 
there are uh, the outtakes and behind the scenes of established songs that were in the original. Mm -hmm. There are new songs that got cut and didn't make it into the original. And then there are the, the meta YouTube ads. Yes. Which were stellar. So good. So he released an hour-long video with no ads. Right. It, it, there's not an ad in it. <clears throat> but he made his own. Yes. I didn't get ads. I don't have YouTube Premium. I do have YouTube Premium, so I didn't know. It has no ads. He cool, didn't run okay. Ad, he cool. didn't run ads on it. I just have gotten used to no ads. And then Neat. like he had his own ads in there. Yeah. Uh, which was oh. very funny, good editing style, no, good little bit of meta-narrative. Which means that he was always meaning to upload this on YouTube. Mm. These outtakes, he always knew he was going to put them on YouTube. Fuck him, man. That's the thing about him, I man. Is him. there I was a whole so there was a whole conversation in the first episode that was like, oh, it's a masterpiece. It's so good. It's like raw and it's true. And then like the more the conversation went on, it was like, okay, it is actually all staged and meant to be exactly what it is. So uh, he's just so good at telling stories that you know it's it's believable. Uh, until you stop to think about it yeah and stopping to think about the inside outtakes it is very much fuck oh yeah he always meant to it was on purpose he probably always meant to release this a year after the original yeah. that was always his plan which i hate about him because like that takes so much self yeah so much self-control like i'm working on a song right now a new song right now i want to put it out so badly but it's not even close to being done yeah i can't imagine finishing it and then being like i'll release that down the road like once I finish a project, I'm like it out, put it out. Validation need the need uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, feedback. Like I can't imagine being you, like, all right, a year later, I'm gonna post these outtakes. You know what you could do? Mm. Um, even if it's just for eventually our Patreon music updates. That's true. I could do that. You could upload like, here's what I have right now. Yeah, and I've then wanted our to do that audience, for a while. our audience could hear your shit early. That's true. And Feedback. kind of follow you that way, and uh, hear the stuff that you're itching to put out, but no, it's not finished yet. Yeah. You're like, hey guys, I'm currently working on this, and Merlin's raising his hand. He actually didn't edit the outtakes. He started editing the outtakes like four months before he released it. Oh, word. That it was in his tweet that he posted. About what are you saying? He started editing before yesterday. He started editing the outtakes, so he couldn't have posted them like sooner because they weren't done. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth and I were talking about uh, before we got here about how uh, how much we enjoyed getting to see all the times it took him to get the final shot, because when uh, especially uh, with Merlin having gone to uh, college for this, when you're filming alone. It is very much, I'm going to turn the camera on for five minutes. I'm going to walk to different spots of the room. I'm going to spin in a circle. If I have a little light fixture, I'm going to aim it in every direction I can. I'm going to zoom the focus out and in, and I'm going to flip it upside down. You do a million things just to figure out what the fuck looks good. Mm -hmm. And once you figure out what looks good, then you can take that and move into your final shot. But before you can get that final shot, if you're working alone, it mm -hmm. is very much, I have to try everything to see what even works yeah because you have no director that's like cut that didn't look good one of the most iconic images from the original i would say is at the very beginning when he turns on his headlamp and he faces it at a yeah. spinning disco ball which then lights up the room it looks awesome yeah we got to see that there used to exist first off before he could even get the shot he had to figure out if it looked good mm -hmm. so we get a shot of him holding the disco ball in his hands headlamp on 
and he's just kind of does this even fucking it. look good he's like, like does this fucking look good you like this huh is this even huh? working you like this yeah it was wild because that's what it took for him to be like okay i like how that looks for like several minutes he just kept because he wouldn't he didn't know if it needed the refraction needed to be on the ceiling he didn't know if it would look good on the walls yeah does the movement read or does it look too blurry when the lights are moving? Yeah. Do they look like singular points of light or do they diffuse into just like one soft light? He needed to see everything about this. And once he knew, we got to see the uh, take that didn't make it into the end where uh, instead of spinning, it was instead on the dresser. And yeah. He, just, he looked at it and all the light was stagnant. Yeah. And that isn't what he wanted. So we ended up with the final take of the spinning disco ball. Don't know why I didn't hang it up to begin with. Yeah. Probably just didn't know it would look good. And then eventually it's a, it's a, it's a, the inside out takes are a testament to try and fail, try and fail, try and fail, try and try and not fail. Do it. Awesome. Yeah. Succeed. It's a, uh, it's just the creator's journey. Very well done. And because there were multiple times where there, the final shot that made the cut would be in the background. And then there would be smaller squares in the foreground yeah. of the failed shots. And as they failed, we could see that square disappear until what we were left with was the final shot. As a composite viewing experience, just that in and of itself is great. The fact that slowly we lose what didn't make it and then what we're left with is the final product. That's just clever editing. Yeah, it is. But beyond that, uh, I kept thinking, there were always like nine. There were always like a three by three row. It definitely took more than nine takes. It definitely did. I don't want people to view that and think, oh, okay, it, took, it him like, took him like, what, 10 tries? Yeah. No, I promise you it didn't. No, because for every one that, that is like a mess up at that moment, there's probably like 20 others that messed up at that exact moment and it wouldn't look good for 20 to disappear all at once. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he just used one of those for that, t- for that shot and then several more of them. It probably took well over 100, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. What else? Huh? What else might you have liked? In the thing? Yeah. One thing I noticed, he is so good at timing. Yeah. And knowing when it's time for a shot to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, he always gets it right up to the line of like, I never, okay, he never finishes a shot and I'm left going, um, that went on too long. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But, and it also never ends on me going like, I feel like that was too... Uh, what did I just say? It's never too short and it's never too long. He just yeah. cuts it off at the right moment where I'm like, that was the perfect amount of time to be doing this bit. Mm-hmm. Like the, like the, in the five years song when he's doing the, the fucking, the voicemail thing. I'm like, all right, this is, this is going on pretty long. And then he cuts it. I'm like, whoa, like that was perfect. Also just the meta nature yeah. of what that was. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. The jeans commercial had me rolling <laughs> so hard. Just. Because that's me. I just. He <laughs> just wear jeans. I just wear jeans. <laughs> yeah, he just, he's so, oh, he's so gifted. I hate that guy. Yeah, right? I hate him so much. He's so talented. He I hate so him. Talented. I love him. I also just hate how, I mean, he's definitely risen to fame more recently, but he should be just like household name he's one of the greats he's one of the greats and in comedy he's rewritten the textbook yeah and he won't be recognized as that i don't think i think he will 
I think this is going to be regarded for a long time, and I might be wrong. Again, this is this is being cemented in our own show's history, and we can always go back and uh, uh, hear how close we were to the truth. But I think this might be regarded as his magnum opus. It is. Yeah. But his magnum opus, I don't think will stack up, because usually the people who change the game don't get recognized for changing the game. It's usually the people who copy and perfect when something when when a new thing happens he is starting the base of the mountain copy and perfect but i mean like with all the praise that we've given Bo and all the not just us all the praise that Bo has received what could you do to perfect what he's done you i don't he know he has but the perfect version of his style correct that's the thing he has a style so separated from everyone else in comedy yes but his ideas people are going to do it you think that he is uh, raising a generation of people that might become comics that will have a very Bo style? I've seen people on TikTok yeah. and, listen, way before Bo, long before Bo, there were comedians that would play the piano. Oh, yeah. But that's not him anymore. That's He's created true. a new, like, there's old Bo and there's new Bo. Both yeah. are great. Yeah. But they're, like, what he's done with Inside versus what he did, even with, like, Make Happy. Yeah. It's like... I could not watch any comedian do what he did with Inside. No. I don't think I could do that and enjoy it. No. I don't think. But that's the thing is like. Name a comedian. Burt Kreischer. I don't think Burt Kreischer no. could ever make something. That's because that's the thing. thing. There's not only uh, comedy to it. There is. There's a modicum of class. I mean, I want to say it's classy. Like, too classy for, like, Burt Kreischer. But yeah. at the same time, like, you saw the Jeans commercial. I saw the Jeans commercial, yeah. We saw his ass. We saw his bulge. His, his, his ass was in it. It got blurred. Yeah, it but was. But his ass was in it. It's on YouTube. Because we for saw... that shot of him sitting, yeah, sitting at the naked. piano naked, he had to then start walk over to the piano <sighs> butt naked. naked yep. I loved seeing shots of <clears throat> the before and after. Because we, you know, go ahead and call inside his magnum opus. We have this highly regarded piece of work and highly regarded piece of comedy that's been out for a year. It is established, it is well known, and it is beloved. And you see these iconic performances happen again, and you're like, God, first off, I remember watching this for the first time. I forgot how good this song was. Oh man, I'm going to be listening to this for a while. And then he ends, and then we just see him like drop. We see everything that he was holding character drops and he just walks over to his computer and hits the space bar to stop the recording yep because that is the truth of what it is that is the truth of the art is yeah. that it doesn't stop when the camera cuts it stops when he gets up and turns the recording off uh so there was a lot of like behind the scenes in regards to that the the right before and the right after mm -hmm. that i love because a lot of a lot of cool stuff happens just yeah. before and just after the shot yeah um but yeah, no, I, I genuinely think there are going to be kids yeah. who have watched this and go, I want to try. And then they start trying at 16 or mm -hmm. 17 versus Bo, who started trying this at 20, what is he, 27, 28? 30, now I'm 30. turning 30. <laughs> Sorry. At, he started trying at 29. Can I say this before I forget it? Please. Okay, Always. so you know how at the very end he spoofed on Marvel? Yes. He spoofed on Marvel and did like the end credit <laughs> yeah. sequence. And then he did like the inside cinematic universe yeah, and he you. released 12 fake movies. Yeah. And then there was the one at the end that was just the four as yeah. the arrow. And then it was like, what, Avengers 4? And then it was 40. 0, 40 in 2030. 
which was it, it was in like red font and it was very yeah. sinister because of the line in 2030 i'll be 40, 40. and kill myself yeah. then that's the last movie in the inside cinematic universe that's because good. he's gonna kill himself that's good which has always been something he said yes since he was god 18, 18 20 yeah he's been saying like oh i have this dog and it's everything to yep. me and the day it dies i'm gonna kill myself, myself. If you, if you went to Bo Burnham's website in his Q&A, it was like, I'm going to die on this date. Yep. Bo Burnham was born on this date and will die on this date with yep. his dog. So that's always just been something that he just said. But I says. noticed that at the very end, yeah. I was like 40 in 2030. Oh, yeah, that's when he'll be 40. And kill yeah, himself. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah. Merlin in the back. Can I come over and make a Yeah, yeah, Please. Yeah. I'm watching the microphone. Should I leave? Merlin! Oh, you're good. Okay. Okay, so you were talking about the ads. Um, I noticed that in a lot of times when he was talking about serious things or kind of sad things, there would always be a little pop-up ad at the bottom that was like Christian dating. Yeah, and like, to break the seriousness. Yeah. yeah, but every time he did something serious, it was like that. Interesting. And also, I'm, I'm inspired by Bo Burnham to make my own project, so yeah. it's already beginning. Oh, that's exciting. I'm excited about that. <laughs> but see, that's what I mean. Is like he inspires, he's inspired so many youth, 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 youths. Youths. He's inspired so many youths. You are a youth. That's Who the thing. Who are in their 20s and they're like, I want to start doing this. And they've got years to perfect it. That's the beauty of art. Yeah. Is that it is. It, there's always a new standard. Mm -hmm. I mean, when Bo started comedy, there was a standard and then he changed it and then he perfected his own style. And now we're in a place where, he, you know, his greatest work has come out and it's highly regarded. Now that's someone's step one. Yeah. Someone's going to be able to look at that and be like, okay, where can I run with that? Where at, he's at the end of the road where he's mm -hmm. like, I've made this thing. It's done. Yep. My peak. I, I <clears throat> This piece of art has reached its peak. Someone else, that's their step one, mm -hmm. and they are going to run with that, and I want to know where they run with that's it. That's what I mean. I'm so excited to see like what people create out of this. And honestly, it's not going to be I, – I don't – I think this style is going to move on from being like one-man show. Yeah. Like it'll oh, be a one-man sure. show, but a team behind the scenes. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. There's no way to do something like this. If you're not stuck in your home for a year and a That's half. That's true. Yeah. There's oh, no way. Oh, for sure. For sure. A hundred percent. I know what you mean. Yeah. You can't give up on your entire life for a year and a half to create this. This was an isolated incident. An isolated incident where he had a dream and he did it. And mm -hmm. he had the time to do it. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. But that does not happen ever. But you get a team of people behind one person to create a one man show. You can create some unbelievable stuff, man. I'm, I'm really excited to see where this style goes. Absolutely. And that's yeah. the thing. I, I predict that in like the next like few decades. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's already been happening. So what I'm really saying here is that like I'm sensing a pattern and that I think this pattern is going to continue. Art as comedy, art as visual art, art as poetry, all artistic expressions are going to move towards the niche. I think, you know, people that like one very particular facet of one very particular thing are perfecting those things. And then because Bo is a subset of the genre. Yeah. And then people are going to take that and make it more subset and more subset. Mm -hmm. I think there used to be just blanket comedy. You went to a comedy show and they just told jokes. They told jokes. And then now you've got more 
of the political side of comedy. You've got more of the uh, uh, blue collar comedy. Uh You've got uh, intellectual comedy. You've got musical comedy. And all of these are very separate from each other now. Yeah. In the beginning days of comedy, I think it just would have been a show telling jokes that probably people wouldn't laugh at these days. Yeah. Because they're very blanket statements. Aside from a few. So if you go back and watch like George Carlin. Have you ever gone back and watched George Carlin? Mm -hmm. That dude holds up big time. Yeah. He really does. Richard Pryor the same. So like there were these few people that like nailed it in the early stages. I genuinely think the 2000s in every aspect across the board. The biggest dip of all time. Dip. 2000s comics suck ass. It's all... It's all, like, um, targeted towards the majority. But you know what's funny? All style, all music, all television. It's all targeted towards the majority, and it sucks. The, the, the established names in the 2000s sucked. It's funny because a lot of the comedians that we love today, you can go back to the 2000s and see their early shit. Right. But, like, the accepted masses yeah. of the 2000s were back? not the names that we know today. Right. You ever gone back and listened to, like, Dane Cook? He no. was like the comedian in no. the 2000s. He I know he sucks. was. He sucks so He sucks. Much. He's really, really bad. He's not funny. We'd love to have you on the show if you ever want to come on the Dane. show. Yeah, come on. Come on the show, Dane. Come on, Mr. Cook. Mr. Cook. He's all, he, but he is atrociously bad. He's not funny. Yeah. And that was like, oh, that's comedy. We spoof him all the time in our house. Like, it's funny because Dane Cook. Dane Cook. I'm just like making dinner and I'm just like. My girthy cock. <laughs> My absolutely massive cock. <laughs> His day is dang that, that was good. Thank you. That was good. But like, we just love the way he says it. It's always self-congratulatory. Yep. It is always self-affirming. Yep. And yeah, it's just the just, cadence at which he speaks. Is, yeah, it's, it's... Yeah. Yeah. But, and then like, yeah, music. You go back and like listen to, go through each, like 2001, 2002, 2003, 4, 5, 6. Look at the top 10. Look at... Seven, eight, nine. Yes. Look at the top ten songs. <sighs> but they're not great. Wait, in a the lot of the 2000s? Rap, a lot of the rap was good. But that's only because it was a niche. Okay. It was a niche. Okay. It was targeted towards a, minor, a, minor, a, minor, a hey, minority bring- of people that liked a specific sound and they catered to it and it works. And it's good and it holds up. People still listen to it today. But like... 2000s but yeah go ahead and top 10 of like top 10 songs of the 2000s you can't say that they weren't good when they were what, what umbrella by rihanna toxic by britney spears hey Yaw by outcast these are no these are these are the ones that were targeted towards a minority and they hold up now that's true stand by eminem that was in 2000 go go by year so like top 10 of 2004 okay because if you're gonna look at the whole decade you're getting the cream of the crop that's true now I got a crop full of cream. That is Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Um, well, the Big Willie style album. I don't know if it was getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it was just the biggest yeah. song on the Big Willie style album. Is that number one? Uh, no. Okay. From sources across the web, uh, Billboard year end hot 100 singles of 2004. Great. We're on Wikipedia. Number one. Yeah. Bye. Usher featuring Little John and Ludacris. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a not, good club song. It's a great club song. It's not a good song. It's uh, as just music. Yeah, I've never. It's not. It's not I'll, great. I'll get down to it. Sure, but like, 
but more. What do you You're want? Me gonna... to... Hey, hey, hey! What do you want me to put on? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, do you have Yabai Usher? Yeah. Can you put on Yabai Usher? Hey, do you mind playing Yabai Usher really quick? <laughs> hey, pass me the ox. Pass me the ox. I have a song we need to bump right now. <laughs> I've never. It's never been yeah. No, but... it's not. Oh wow. Number two, Burn, by Usher. Mm. He ended 2004. Usher 2004 was... was the year for Usher. Yeah, Usher. The mid 2000s were kind of the years for Usher. If, I, if I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys. I don't even. I don't know that song. I'm, I might be ashamed to say if it ends up being a really good song, but I don't know that song. This Love by Maroon 5. It's okay. It's okay. Have you heard the, the funny little fake theory about Maroon 5? No. It's that they signed a deal with the devil to become a massively recognized and loved band. Sure. But the curse is. They're never the favorite. Mm. Whose favorite band is Maroon 5? Nobody. But everyone loves their music. They have good music. I love Maroon 5. It's very catchy. They're not my favorite. They're not my favorite. That's the curse. They shouldn't be your favorite. Yeah? They should not be your They favorite. put out like... It would bother B me. B-plus tier music. Yeah, yeah. So it's always good. Yeah, consistently. But I don't, I've never heard an A-plus song by... No, not really. <laughs> That's interesting. That's the Way You though. Move by Outkast. The Reason by Hoobastank, which... Can we get band names that are more like Hoobastank? Can I? Can y'all just take the um? Now this isn't a uh, band. This is an album. But uh, oh, uh, what is it? Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> Have you heard that? I don't, is that by uh? Who's that by? Is that a? Uh, no idea. Oh, who's that by? You ever heard of the band the Butthole Surfers? Yeah, love them. I uh heard, I started listening to them at the, to them at Sonic. Hell yeah! I had a uh, cook named Austin, and he was uh in a death metal band. Sick. And he introduced me to a ton of music. He introduced Hell me yeah. to Cake. Yeah, cake. I love Cake. I heard a Cake song recently. Any others? Oh, uh, are... Limp. Limp. Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water is an album by Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Okay, I thought you were just saying Limp. I was like, I've never heard of Limp, but Limp no, Biscuit. it's Limp Biscuit. Uh, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water is an album. Can we have more band names along the line of Hoobastank and more yeah. album names like Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water? I say yes. These are the things I would listen to. Yeah. More butthole surfers, please. I'd like to order more butthole surfers, please. I'm just going to start saying the ones I know off the top of my head. Okay. Um, Coming in at number eight is Hey Ya in 2004. It's a good song. But is that anybody's like favorite song? Is that, is that one that you would like? Is it on repeat? What? Hey Ya. It's a good song. Is it's, it on repeat? It's on. Are you bumping it the whole road trip? I'm not repeating the song, but it's this day in playlists I listen to regularly. Yeah, it's one of those that if it comes on, I will enjoy it and listen to it. It is not one that I would seek out. Literally, that's all I can give you is number eight, because number nine, Goodies. Number 10, Lean Back by Terror Squad. Number 11, Tipsy by Jaquan. Is that everybody in the club getting tipsy? I think so. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. A lot of these are songs club that would songs, be great yeah. in the club. But just that was what was big otherwise. back then. Like clubs were massive. Everyone went out to the to club. Like that was the thing to do. You went clubbing. <gasps> Number nineteen, My Immortal by Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful moment that we just got to witness. Merlin like touched his chest and like his eyes rolled back like uh, all the good old days. <laughs> Numb by Lincoln Park. Mm. She will be loved. Maroon Five. We're on number thirty-five by now. I'm looking at the top 100, and I went from 8, hey ya, I'm already on 35, Maroon 5, because that's the next one that's still relevant. Any others. There aren't a lot of songs on here that are still... There's a lot of shit in between. Yeah. 
Whereas if you look at like 90s, Mm-hmm. Top 100, it's like banger, 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 banger. They're mm-hmm. all good. Is any of that nostalgia glasses? No, because I, if I'm going to have nostalgia glasses, it would be of late 2000s, early 2010s. Yeah. Because that's where my nostalgia lies. Weird. My but nostalgia like, lies in the 90s. You didn't experience the 90s. I did. Because your parents are old. Sorry. No, not just that. The My hometown is late. 2000 yeah, they're late. people. Yeah. There was no one there. Y'all heard and of this Nirvana? the people that are there are old. Yeah. Uh, I'll go and say the name of my hometown. I don't live there anymore. Donellan, Florida. Yeah, you've said it before. Donellan, Florida Denellan, was yeah. once named the retirement city of the USA. Tough. And there are only 2,000 people that live there. <laughs> yeah. So it's a bunch of old people stuck in their ways. So I only lived in Florida <laughs> up until like 2007, 2008. Yeah. But up until, like, when I was born to 2005, like, it was very much, like, moving to Tennessee felt discombobulating, not only because I don't know anyone or know any of the places that we're going, all the technology was different. Yeah. Like, hardly anyone was using VCR, and I was like, what's going on? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up, like, when I would, like, uh, just fuck around in my house, I would, like, bring out a cassette recorder, and I would, like, record stuff on the cassette, and then I would play it back, and it was, like, fun. I used to, like fake a little radio show Hell look yeah. where i am now mom but uh <laughs> we got to get that cassette on here there are no cassette point. tapes Play in tennessee trip. that i saw because by then yeah things were moving forward but yeah. they weren't in Denellen. i bargained to say that they're still living in the 90s Probably. because i think i showed you this picture my sister jamie hey jamie um went to florida like last year on vacation <clears throat> and saw a billboard that was up when I lived in Florida. That's crazy. The billboard has not changed. That's same crazy. company, same number. Still in business. They're paying way too much for that. <laughs> There's... They can't be. In a town of 2,000 people, what's the billboard space That's like? That's true. $5. What's the billboard space like? <clears throat> Let's just up their offer and just... Bro. <laughs> ABP in Denali, Florida. That would be so funny. That'd Can be we... funny. ABP billboards? It can't be that expensive. Billboard rates? Cheapest billboard rates. Maybe for like a week for a special occasion. Yeah. Season three. How about I go ahead and wrap up with this? Which is to say... Oh my gosh, I want to put a bullet through my head. I uh, have been listening to a lot of earlier episodes. Okay. And I'm listening to a lot of season one. Oh. Why didn't anyone physically hit me when I said... And with that, that being, being said, said... I wanted to, but you were so far away. Physically hit me. Why didn't that ever happen? You said it a lot. It was so bad. I'm re-listening and I'm like, this is torment. This is hell. We've died and this is hell. (laughs) Anywho, uh, let me close with this. Hey guys, I'm 80% sure that the last time we ever said, hey guys, uh, this is the end of the season. The next season will be coming at this time. I think the last time we did that, last season finale, did we just hit them with it? by the time they knew the season was ending was it because they were watching the season finale okay let's not do that hey guys this season is coming to a close season two has been lovely we have to start naming them by the way i've determined we need to start naming our seasons we should season one the beginning season two two season two furious season three tokyo drift we just need to start naming them things i fucks with it i fucks with that yeah then we can do a playlist of each season and it'll have a name oh exactly we already have season playlists but they're just called season one season two and how vanilla is that 
boring. Anywho, season two is coming to its humble close. It has been an amazing year. Uh, we have uh, this included four more episodes. So we've got this, and then we have three more after it. Uh, the two of which will be recorded today, but you'll get them as the weeks go on. Mm -hmm. And then the last one that comes out, I think we've already announced this: that Ty and Christina will be here Jeez. in person. Yep, for the season finale. Woo! Which mirroring every time you scream, you peek and you get fucking freaked out by it. And I can't figure out how to explain to you that if you scream, you're going to peek. I'm sorry. It's so, no, it's really funny. Because it's. You got mad. No, you got mad at me for it's, a second. It's genuine shock on your face, and I love it. I did it, and you went every time you scream. <laughs> I just it's so everywhere. funny. Sorry. I mean, you can't keep doing it, but it is funny every time yeah. it happens. No, I will stop. Don't. I'll stop. It's really funny. I know, I'm stop. I won't. <laughs> I won't. It has to come up naturally. Okay. Go ahead. Ah! Ty and Christina will be here in person, Woo! and we are psyched about that, and kind of mirroring uh, season one, where we were virtual for every episode except the season finale, where yeah. we were in the new studio. Mm -hmm. We will be the last episode of the season in our new setup and we won't have this room and it'll look very different and uh hopefully that is for the better and hopefully we love the new setup oh, i think great. we will it'll be great like we're uh of course we're coming to the studio every month and uh the owner of the studio is showing us the updates on the room we see the room that we'll be recording in and it looks fun i haven't seen it yet oh it's that one yeah but i i was late so i didn't get to see it oh it's fine cool. it's a room sick yeah so uh, we just want to warn you guys, hey, uh, coming up will be the season finale. That'll happen in about a month. And then we will be taking a one-month break, at least. I think it'll just be one month. but The month of July. The month of July. Yes. But I've toyed with the idea of doing like an extra week. Just because we have yeah. a shit ton of plans for that break. That's an idea. I mean, like, dude, we'll play it by If year. we need it. We've got a sh bunch of shit coming out. Yeah, so that's it's not like one thing. We'll be cold, dead. Is that I think silent. almost this entire season, or at least the the latter half of this entire season, we keep saying we have all these plans, we have plans, we have plans for like these like different side projects. I think a lot of those will be coming to you during the one month break, so that y'all don't forget who we are for a month until we come back with season three of the show in the new studio setup. Uh, we already have a celebrity guest. Woo. I will not announce exactly who it is, but we have a literal. Celebrity guest, and I'm pumped for that. I think that's going to be a load of fun. For today, I will say, what are you reading? Uh, Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. What are you reading? Audible. <laughs> Set start the music. Uh, so no, essentially, this episode is sponsored by Audible. If you'd like, you can go to audibletrial.com/abp. That is audibletrial.com slash ABP, and you can get a 30-day free trial to Audible, where you can read or listen to. There are thousands of readily available audiobooks, and even some of the premium ones uh, that you got to pay for, they give you a premium credit so you can unlock any of those books. Hell yeah. Read in the car on your way to work. Listen while you're at work. If you can do that legally. <laughs> I can. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to flex. I just mean, like, you can listen where you can listen. Yeah, I make $7 an hour. And you should over at audible audibletrial.com slash abp link in the description now you want to say bye that's an elephant sound we love you that's an elephant sound it is that's what my grandpa used to do he used to be like and me as four would go it was the coolest thing
Was this the grandpa that drank uh, gasoline? Yes, it was. Cool. He's a great guy. Hey, we love every single one of you guys. We love your grandpa. Well, we love you guys, and we want to say an absolute huge thank you to everyone for watching and everyone for listening. And an extra special intimate thank you to Jamie, Kansas, Olivia, and Valerie. Uh, for people that donate to the show and keep everything running. And if you're able to, and would like to as well, you can go to anchor.fm slash anything but. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash anything but. It'll bring you right to our homepage where you will see the support button. And you can uh, support the show monthly in tiers of 99 cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine, And that helps us a lot. Other links that you'll find in our episode description includes that of our producers, the lovely Salty Sloth Productions, who we love very dearly. Go check out their website and check out our page on their website, um, saltysothproductions.com slash ABP. That's where our stuff is. And uh, another huge thank you to the studio, 353 Studios. Their link is in the episode description. We love Wallace and the team here, uh, and we love, love working here. I can see you through the microphone mesh. You are a dream. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Think I could fit in this box? Yes. Hey, you did it. Wow, Jim is convulsing. Not convulsing. Contracting. Contracting. Contract. Contra contractual. Con Jim is getting smaller. And he fits into the box. I'm tall. It's, it's getting smaller. It's a nervous thing. <laughs>